Well, this has nothing to do you. Oh God! This adulthood, yeah, the one that is the real adulthood. In fact, that's a that's a good way to start this conversation. Uh, 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 how do you know? We started already I, now. I have plenty, I have plenty <laughs> story to say. Ah, please, sister. I, I think at this point, yes, since you're already giving us. I have goodness, come. Ah, I don't even know how to introduce you now or to let you tell us the story. Then go back and introduce because it's like you're in the moment. Yeah, in the moment. Okay. Okay, welcome everybody. <laughs> hi everyone. I don't say hi guys. Messi come cuz to me now. Am I smelling? Hey god. Am I smelling? You smell glowing. What's the distance? Why is you there smell, distance between you us? S- you smell no, like... I must be smelling for you to be giving me distance. What, what's this distance about? What's this? You distance? smell so good. So, uh-uh. you know. Take come closer yeah. baby girl. Come come to my to come into my good. space. I, I think we're good. Is she close enough to me? Okay, because I don't like this distance. Should be like and I'm, I think I'm the most relaxed guest today because look at my legs and look how uh, uh, I love yeah, it. Like, like even myself, I don't even. Yeah, <laughs> you know me, I'm comfort. I feel all this day. I, I, I love this. No, I don't have. I don't actually have energy. Comfort. I actually look like comfort actually. Ah, uh, uh, walking okay. comfort. Actually, comfort and joy. Ah, uh, uh, only. Only if it was ah uh, joy. Are you like, are you Christmas? Oh, tidings uh, of comfort and joy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny that people just say, oh, joy. And I'm like, ah, that's my inside name because I'm truly joyful. But okay. different people call me joy at this different time. And I'm like, ah, maybe that's the name that they know me as. They're seeing the joy They're seeing of the, the joy Lord. of the Lord. So they're calling me joy. I love it. I love it. But let me, ah. So welcome to another episode of Help. I'm now an adult. Ah, I can't even scream. My voice is gone. But yes, today I have a wonderful woman. Sister of the Lord, sister of the Most High. He's a sister for me. No other than Sister Chineze. <laughs> oh my God! So you don't let that go, right? I cannot. Since I found out that her name was Chineze, I could not. Sister Chineze, Chuku. <laughs> oh God! So ah, uh, I have right. also AKA Messichini Chingu. Yes, yeah, so that's it. So and AKA Chini. my peacock. <laughs> now, so one day I literally walk into church, uh, right. and I'm seeing this colorful woman, right? Eyes speaking in tongues, flying <laughs> like the wind, oh all the colors of the rainbows in one person's eye. I say, wow, <laughs> <laughs> this woman is truly a peacock. So glorious. So since that they are called my peacocks. That's how she came up because so Mr. Hey. Chini Chinwo, aka Yay. Sister Chinese. <laughs> it's so good to have you here. I'm so excited to be here, trust me. Yes. Yeah, I'm, before I'm... we even started what podcast, I felt down, but now like I feel so elated and excited. Uh, guys, I... this is what we do. Yes. Constantly lifting your mood. So I feel, like, I feel like I feel like that's the magic about you. So when people say when people call you joy, I think that's what they see. You exude so much joy and laughter. No, And it's a beautiful thing. Thank you. And sometimes I dance too for fun. I dance to of please. Of course. Like, are you telling me? I've seen you dance. You know, and it's just so exciting no. to watch you do all these things. Thank and you. And you are so beautiful. Of it's course. So beautiful. Loud this for those at the back. That <laughs> Okay. But thank you. Great to have you here. I mean, you know, this is help. I'm now an adult. Um, nice. you know, here we just explore adulthood and the journey that comes with that because okay. we do have a lot of people who are maybe just starting adulthood, somewhere in the middle, or even just in it. And you know, as changes happen in people's lives, 
it's always an uncomfortable situation to be in because change creates some sort of resistance in our mind and in our body and it's very painful sometimes and a lot of people feel like they might be doing it alone and so some people they're new to this whole thing we call adulthood right and they don't know how to navigate that so that's why we you know invite our guests every week to just give us some of their wisdom use their life stories to contribute to other people's stories so that perhaps when they see that they're not alone they're more willing to relax and be calm and know that okay Mm-hmm. this thing called life is not a one person's journey there's a bunch of us in it absolutely and we're doing it as a team not individually individually yeah. that's what i was trying to say <laughs> so yes yeah. tell me i mean before this we were talking about adulthood adulthood <laughs> has shown you shiggy hey oh my goodness we're even talking about fighting I'm about to go and knock you. on those military people's door next door now be like I'm yo what's up you. come and fight for messy because messy is saying no <laughs> Love it. So I did that. Yeah. I'm not gonna let you go. I'm telling you. At this point, like I just have to say no. I know a lot of people are like, why are we saying no? You should say yes sometimes. But at this point, I think it's no. So I, I wanna say a very big no to you know, people who take advantage of other people because they feel like they're not strong enough to fight. Mm. It's just a terrible thing. And talking about adulthood is the things that you get to face. You know. It's just the you know, harsh reality of of, of, of adulthood. So it's it's pretty it's an interesting one. So should I start from my adulthood? How it starts? My sister, start from anywhere, <laughs> the beginning, the end, the middle. Hey. If I can tell us, because I, I know that's the, something you are born in right now. You say I'm born in. You have wearing red. The color of fire. Give it to us, hot See, there's no beginning and end to this thing. It's all about you just being yourself mm. and being honest about how you're feeling in this moment. You know. So anything that you ask now, but anger, give it to us. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay, so funny enough, caveats. I'm not an angry person. In fact, I'm Schema. the most simple person you've ever, you'll ever meet. True, except the lashes. Yeah. They're always speaking in <laughs> You had to go there. So I'm a very, very calm, easygoing person. Like somebody would say, I like the easy life. Mm. That's my kind of person. I don't like to easy fight. Messy. I don't like to. I walk away from fights. I walk away from violence. I walk away from um, contentions. I'm not that kind of person. I'm just like a very peaceful, don't even dis- don't disrupt my peace kind yeah, of girl. Cool. But you see, in this life that we're living, <laughs> you can't just, you know, live like a leopard. You know, you know leopards, they don't like their skin being touched. They don't mm. want to be stained and all that. It's life. You would always meet, you know, people who would disturb your peace, whether or not you like it. Yeah. As long as you exist among people, offenses will come, troubles mm. will come, mm. issues will come. And even can I talk about the Bible as well? Oh, okay, oh, okay. yeah, of course, so, definitely. You can. Like the Bible would say, the book of books, which is a book I subscribe to, would say, Come on. In this life, um, there will be troubles, but be encouraged because I've overcome the world for you. Yeah. So, so the Bible, as sweet as it is, as it promises you beautiful things, it still states that life brings its challenges and its problems. So mm. you can't run away. Mm. you you can't run away from it it will come but the thing is you'll be victorious at the end but at the moment you're going through it it doesn't sound it doesn't seem as if there's there's light at the end of the tunnel it seems so painful so hard but if you just hang in there at the end of the day you see light okay so let me start with my adulthood story how i started growing up (laughs) i grew up pretty early i've been that kind of child that's very independent i'm so gosh like it's so annoying <laughs> i've been an independent child and i think my mom realized it on time so 
um when my siblings will come to her for money or stuff she'll give them but when it's me she'll just tell me no i don't have and I actually hate that word i don't have i i actually hate being taunt now so so once you tell me so once you tell me you don't have i try to look for an alternative how do i get this thing mm. so that pushed me i'm so i'm telling you my heart my adult yeah. started so that pushed me to working for myself i remember when i got out of secondary school i started working <laughs> funny thing you know it's not like my parents were like poor 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 that kind of thing but both parents were civil servants earning quite you know enough to take care of us you know our five First, I already, I already thought I, I was disadvantaged. Like, while my parents have five children, children. Like, we're too much. Like, we're too In many. In Nigeria. I'm telling you, I'm like, why, why do you have to compete for stuff and all that? So I grew up, you know, with that kind of mindset. I told myself, you know what? I don't want to, I don't want to suffer. I don't want to, I don't, I don't want challenges. I'm like, I'm mm. just that kind of girl. I want to just have the baby girl lifestyle, enjoy myself. So whenever you tell me you don't have stuff, I try to find it by myself. And, I actually hate being vulnerable. I actually, mm. before you see me ask for help, I must be scraping the bottom of the barrel. I'm not the kind of girl who likes to, I like to go get it. Oh, can this thing be gotten? I'll go get it. So, back to my adult story. It's like, go get it. <laughs> That's it. So, secondary school, after secondary school, I started looking for a job and I was pretty young at that time. I got my first job, funny enough, just by this dolphin estate here. Ah. Yeah, so this, this guy who was a, I think it was a columnist, so he'll he'll do like a, a magazine for the estate. So we're looking for marketers who would advertise in the magazine. So that's my first job. My first job out of school uh, when I got out of secondary school was a, a job of a marketer. So it was pretty early. Like people will see me when I go to the market, like how is this small girl? Like mm-hmm. why is she working this early in life? But I just knew that I couldn't always go back to my parents to ask for very petty things. You know, like buy me on this, buy me. Like, I'm not a kept girl. <laughs> you know, I just rather just work for my money and buy the things that I wanna wear or the things that I wanna have. Mm. And of course, you know how African parents are; they they can't kill themselves for you. Like we are five, we have five of you, another yeah. child, and then you want to look a certain way, you want to make your hair a certain way, or wear a certain clothes. They've provided what they can provide for you. Do you understand? Yeah, everything so, else is on you. Every everything else is on you. So I I just wanted to get. You know, the kind of thing I wanted to wear, kind of things I wanted to do. I just wanted to get money to be able to do them. So that's how adulthood, you know, threw me to the streets. <laughs> to the streets. <laughs> to the streets to start working. So when I say streets, I don't mean like dirty, like streets, like doing dirty things. Yeah. Never my kind of thing. I was brought up, um, I'm, I, I was a church girl all, all my life. Brought up with a very strict religious. You are religious. sister Chines, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, you have to go there. Okay, so, um strict christian background so there was no time for streets and nonsense mm. i'm sad i feel like god just spoke to the earth when i was growing up and he taught me the way to go so I never did any of those funny things but when i say streets i mean like working like going into the labor market even as a young child as a young adult you know going to the labor market to you know work for myself and then you know make the kind of money i wanted to make so that's how my adulthood started you know so from estate magazine uh, i got another job as a salesperson uh, for somebody uh, I said selling in a shop or something and you know life just started from there um after that okay I I, I moved to Joss I moved to Joss 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 babe yes uh-uh. <laughs> I Joss babe uh, tell me more oh really so oh Joss was one one place that I loved so much in fact I wanted to stay there for the longest time but 
God always has his plans. Yeah. So I moved to Joss. I stayed my my mom's elder brother. Well, this guy had money at the time. Like, I think it was like the minister of works and housing. You know, so I mean, he compared to my parents. This Works. man had enough money. Man. He had influence. He had the government money. I mean, I'd see white people come to the house and they would shit with him. Like this man literally had like enough money, mm. and I was pretty comfortable in his house. Like you know, food were all, but I still wanted to work because there were certain things I needed, and I don't think he was approachable enough to like go meet him. To go meet yeah. him and all. I'm like a big and then the way you're making me feel so I, i'm like a big i'd rather go and work so i got a job as a secretary even when i feel like i was i felt like i was in the midst of plenty but i still had to work for my own money because mm. i didn't like being vulnerable and saying oh sir please i need money to buy this or buy, or buy sanitary towel or this it wasn't even my father it was just my uncle my mom's older brother so I probably wouldn't understand so much. I, I think at that time, just lost his wife. So it was quite a lot. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't know how to really approach him for money. And I saw him like donate big money in church, give money to people. You know, I'll hear him talk about billions money. But I just think, I just couldn't approach him for even small things like 5K. Small, you know. Ah, it was yeah, just a crazy. Well, I don't want to go through, I don't want to go through all those dramas. But you see, Living with your uncle is not the same as living with your parents. True. I like you know, that so, you made that point. Yeah. yeah. So, in fact, after living with him, I told myself that I would never let my children live with somebody else that is not Not that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because I it's a total you. different crazy experience. I think you even get to really know them because before then, yes. you see them all the nice, lovely uncle, the nice, lovely auntie. Lovely family and everything. But when once you get in, it's... So, I told myself, like, for a very long time, I feel... The, I think... <laughs> Staying with them sort of even dampened my energy and um, confidence. I used to be a very confident child. Growing up, I was a very, like, I was fearless. Mm. I could talk to adults, like, and I hated um, injustice. So even if you were treating a young friend, I would look you in the face and tell you as an adult that you are. I'll tell you mm. that what you did is not right. You know, I was that kind of girl. I'm not now. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you know, staying with my uncle was a different ball game. Yeah, you know, they tamed me so much. I, I, at some point, I couldn't find myself. I'm like, is this really me? Mm. So I told myself, I'm like, that's why I couldn't. That's why I said I didn't have the confidence to approach so, yeah. him for, for things. So I, I, I went. I started working, and people would look at me like, ah, this uh, man's niece. We know this man. He has money. He's pretty. You know. As long as why she's working, but because I just I didn't like to be vulnerable, mm. so I, I I picked up a job and I started working. I worked as a secretary. After a while, um, I couldn't work anymore. In fact, they forced me to start working at their poultry. That's my uncle. Mm. They told me to start working at their poultry. So it was a that was how my adulthood started. Wow. You know, uh, I'd work I work in a po- poultry with all those birds and all the. And yeah. from there, you know, just, you know, biting me oh, here. One second. No problem. Bobby. What's my name? You got around there. Just match it down. I was like, ah, you should just come. <laughs> okay, I think we talk about poultry. Can we continue? Okay, so poultry. Yeah, so I was working as a poultry and then you see all the sunflies, all those things that back me so much. Mm. But, you know, I mean, I was actually working that poultry because, I mean, I was staying with my uncle. It was yeah. that poultry. It would seem as if, oh, so you can work for other people. You can't work, work for us. 
and the money wasn't even commensurate with the effort. Child. It was that was there when was not I even anything for the boys' set. money. After it was just it was <laughs> it was too mega, like it was too it was too tight. It was nothing compared to the effort I was putting mm. in. So that's how my adulthood started. You know, my parents went there. I was living with someone else. Blah blah blah. They treated me the way they treated me. Wow. But you know, it, it just it built me. I became strong. I became tenacious. Mm. I became hungry to get wealth, you know, but in a legitimate way. So like I became hungry to get wealth and I could do anything. But, but like it made me want to hunger for success, you know. I told myself I'm gonna make it in life. Like I'm gonna I will never have to beg. I'll never have to make my children beg or make any of my family members beg. So it sort of just put that thing in me. That's this to want to work hard. So that's how adulthood started for me. So all of these things pushed me, they made me better. Um, and yeah, so that's it. I love it. I love yeah. it. So for you, adulthood started quite early. Quite early. Yeah. Quite early. And I think that came from your personality of wanting to be self-sufficient. Yeah. So yes. for you, yeah, it's like, I want child. to do things by myself. Are you, yes. are you first, middle? Oh, I'm, I'm second. Okay. So I have an older sister. Well, you can almost classify as a middle child. Because middle, okay. middle children are always like, they don't belong to anybody. So they're just there. They're usually like the self-sufficient one. Yeah. But since okay. you're five, I guess the third one might be the middle, but it could be swapped. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh, that's that's very interesting. So um, what in terms of work, what do you do now? And is that something you saw yourself doing? Okay, funny thing. Okay, so right now I'm a radio presenter. That's like that's the basic. That's what I do right now. Uh, outside that, I'm a business person, and um, I studied law, of course, but um, I'm I'm not practicing yet. Okay, so first thing, um, my mom wanted me to study mass com. You know, she mm. she was also a, a a radio presenter for years. She works with Voice of Nigeria. So those of you who listen to Voice of Nigeria back back in the days, you know, like Gloria, you must. I've heard of a Gloria, so Mrs. Gloria, now Mrs. Gloria Osage, that's my mom. So she used to ah, be... Ah, Jill. <laughs> you can call her mommy Jill. Yeah, yeah. So, so she used to be a presenter at Voice in Nigeria. Ah, so nice. So she wanted me to tour the same line. And I'm like, no, I want to study law. I want to be a lawyer. That's what I wanted to, because I wanted to fight for the rights of people. I get it. <laughs> to be honest, you still kind of do that, but... Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I thought that's what I wanted when I started studying law for fun. I'm like, no, it's not the same. Law is not even good there. there. What, what you have on book is not different no. from what you from practice anyway so i want to study law so i went ahead i studied law but eventually i started hearing my friends on radio and i'm like ah, ah with these girls on radio i can be on I radio yeah i can talk and you know i loved radio from very for uh while i was growing up i loved to listen to radio a lot and at some point when i had my first breakup radio was like my companion so i was like you know what drive night drive time show <laughs> i'm telling you like you know what so I, I love radio so i'm gonna do radio someday so i heard my friend talking on the radio i'm like ah, my friend can talk on the radio i, I can't can do, do the too. same as my mom said oh finally so you're ready to do this radio thing i've been telling you but at that time i think i was studying law i think i was done or thereabouts so my mom was like okay you know what there's this is uh, a radio corporation training school, a federal radio uh, corporation training school yeah. where they get where they train broadcasters. And she's like, okay, yeah, go here, train, because you can't just jump into a radio station and say you want to start practicing. You have to train, because she trained as well. So she's like, oh, you know, train. So she paid. I went to FRCN, and I got trained. So yeah. uh, during my IT, my mom uh, sent me to a friend at University of Lagos Radio. 
you know, and that's how my journey started. With the I love thing. it. Yes. I am radio sensation. Yay. Come on. So What's your radio name? Messicini or Chini. Some people call me Chini. Or Messicino. Chini. <laughs> so those of you who listen to the night show, yeah, so that's, this is the face, the voice that you hear. I should have your face now. I never should have. Show them your face. face. That's my face. Show them your face. This, this is the Messicini Chino that speaks to you <laughs> and gives you all those brilliant ideas. Exactly. <laughs> so that's me. So that's me. So... Uh, so that's how my journey started. Uh, then I, I started, I, I went into business. Uh, let me, should I tell you the story, the interesting part of, of this Give business? Give it to us, So uh, when I came to Lagos from Joss, um, I, of course, I needed to get a job again because I'm, I'm the workaholic kind of girl. I just like to make my own money. So I, I started attending this church and then there was this opening and uh, I started working for this woman. She was selling toys at the time. Mm. American, like pure American brand. She didn't do any other brand apart from American brands. So I was working for her as an administrator and a salesperson. But after a while, she's like, I oh, know, I want you to go and do marketing. You must market. And I'm like, hey, God, this marketing. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, I've done marketing before. I know how tedious it, it, it can be. Mm. You know, it's really tedious, especially uh when it's like uh how do you outdoor marketing how mm. do you call this this market yes know, when you go out to talk, talk to people talk to people now like inter there's internet so it's easier to market online but this one you have to be on the field, kind of like, marketing. Yeah, field marketing yeah field marketing so i'm like oh my god not again this is why like no you must market and so i didn't know she was pushing me to my destiny i love it i, I felt like oh my god this one just wants to stress me and she's mm. not even increasing my salary what the hell Blah, 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 whatever she just said okay then she don't give me an incentive i mean i'm an evil girl evil business girl so when she said you know what on anything that you sell you get an incentive or you get like a commission then hey i got ginger you, your ginger your ginger was <laughs> ready i'm telling you oh well, come and see me trekking all over Lagos. <laughs> you know trying to sell stuff and what i thought was punishments became fun mm. I was starting to connect with people. Now I can tell you 500 schools in Lagos. Wow. From the tip of my fingers. And I made friends with a lot of school owners. I didn't know I was building my own contacts. I didn't know I was getting to know people. So you know that thing that you know the Bible says that what the devil meant for evil, God yeah, will turn around for good. good. I think that's what that was what was happening to me at that time. That's what was happening to me. So um, I started connecting with people. I was building a very strong, you know, contact with mm. some of the school owners, and I was making sales. I love it. Was it. the time I I made like one whooping sale like this. My boss, she was so surprised. She's like, ah, ah, if she didn't even want to let go of the commission because it was so much. Wow. So she did everything she could to keep me. <laughs> I don't even understand. <gasps> she just felt like I so much, like you know. She didn't expect I was going to do the, you know, so well with the marketing thing. So, um, so that was my big break. That was my first big break. Mm, wow. You know, with marketing. So at some point, I think I moved on from there to somewhere else. I think I started marketing for one salad master company. I said salad like master. Different. Sorry. I'm oh, a salad, salad master. Yeah. Okay, so I I worked for salad master for for a while too. So after a while, she called me back. You know, when people can't do without you, they know. Ah, uh, so uh, dependable, <laughs> dependable, messy. <laughs> So, so she got me back to her team and this time we at that time i was really desperate for a job i, I can't remember what was happening to me oh it was the time of mmm oh, oh uh, mmm oh, <laughs> let's 
mercy, don't be bringing things that Mercy said no to. Because you have them. Hey, oh my god. That's like a dream that I suppress. I don't when I hear M, I'm like M, 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 M. I didn't want to hear M. That letter M, eh? Oh, ah, it's in my bag. My dear, it, hey. was, it was a terrible. Bobby, did you use money in MM? Did you? Did you MMM? I didn't do MMM. I did That MMM, it paid. It was so killed themselves. Like, people come to Are you kidding? I remember, like, people... See, let me tell you my story. If it was just that, it was only me that was doing MMM. I brought my mom into it. Me too. So the money that she had saved for pension... This is... You know, when... If it's if your mom's a young woman and then she's doing business, it's different. This is like an old woman who's retired. Save their pension up. Hi, just put everything in MMM. That thing was so it was ah. it was devastating. My mom couldn't sleep at some point. I couldn't. It was a terrible. terrible and you now be feeling bad. Like who sent you a message? I was feeling bad for my mom. It wasn't just for me. It wasn't even about the money I lost. Yeah, that happened to me because I think it wasn't. I remember it was different. My mom went on her own calling. I think it was maybe her pastor that told her about it, and she did. And I think she had put my sister's school fees. Oh, national fees. Gracious. Hey. I don't know, it's the grace of God. My mother is strong. I really give it to her. But the second time was this one called um gosh, I can't remember Quintential. That was like almost like that's almost the like, one that's the actual forex one. That's when the actual forex one. Everyone was just like a point. Quintential was like a forex one. And that mm. was the biggest financial lesson I learned in my life. Do not. They're not like shortcuts. I'm telling There's you. There's nothing. That one we lost about ten million. Plus my friend had my friend had my put goodness. money. So let's say all of us together, like you said, we're over 20 million. Jesus. <laughs> and you know, I feel so bad because like, when I find information that is good, I always like to share. And I just feel like, why don't you just get my mouth shut? Right. Too many people lose their money. And I just feel like... You know, you know, you know the main issue about that thing is that so the ideology that they had works. Because mm-hmm. Forex is something that you can understand the way Forex works. You understand that if you have like a million and you're good at trading, you can triple yeah. quadruple that money but here's the problem though it's all about the mind so these guys that are doing this thing so what happens is that they feel that they can trade or sometimes they don't even know how to trade what happens mm. is that they're talking to someone that will just give them signal they don't even know why the person is giving that signal nothing because that people that actually trade for a living and do this kind so the people that they call you kind of people they call them um, portfolio manager or something yeah they buy trades all these things yeah they trade, money. they trade all this stuff so the thing is what not happened here is that Sorry. these guys Will tell you, oh, you know, bring your money. And someone that was trading maybe one million naira, all of a sudden has over 200 million naira mm-hmm. on his mm-hmm. portfolio. I have never done that before. First of all, everybody's shaking already. Mm-hmm. His hand is moving. In fact, good traders will trade and go, and they can, you know, they, they, they have an idea of where it's going to hit or where yes. it's going to drop to. Right. And they're not really. just peel on the screen. So what happens here is that maybe that guy, I read that I know about Christian a lot that. I think they're collecting signals from somebody, you not know, like they are actually trading. Wow. Essential, wow. Rax Delhi. There's some other people too that were there. So many FS companies came up at that point in time, promising you 20% per month or 10% per month. Your mind, you're like, bro, I can start with 100k and I'll end here with 10 million. <laughs> so, like, wow. that was really the problem. Like, the problem was um, people were seeing that as a, and, you know, it's numbers. When if you use, anybody that's into numbers, I think that's when they, Shout for anyone that does things that do with numbers and investment. If you know how to sell dream with mm. the numbers, oh, make it clear to people. When there's someone that, okay, you can earn 20%, this is what you could earn. When you have your 100k, you can earn like at the end of the day. Yeah. Instead of you betting too, they show you the number that you could earn. And wow. you put your money. 
Wow. So that's how the market with numbers. But they've wow. sold us false dream on this house. Okay. Yeah. So you know the false dreams eh? ah, they're much. They're yeah, not... so it's just, it's, it was a it was a crazy time for me at that time. So um when she called me for that job, I you know, she just offered me something. I just took it. I didn't even think about it so so much. So when I started working and I saw that the effort I was putting in wasn't commensurate with what she was paying. At some point, I'm like, no, I can't do this anymore. So mm. I sat with her and wanted to go back to the negotiating table. But things just got messier by, by the day and all that. So she had to, I, I don't know what she said. Okay, yeah, this is what happened. So she said, um, she called for a meeting. She was on the mainland at that time. She didn't have a branch on the island. And I had a meeting on the island. Mm. Still trying to get, you know, markets for her, you know, you know, get clients so that I could bring money into the company. And then she's like, Oh, if you don't come, if you don't get to the mainland in the next 10 minutes, consider yourself out of the job. Where are you going to fly? I don't understand. So I just guess God was orchestrating my steps. He wanted to mm. just move me forward. And then she just said, you know what, you're under suspension uh, oh. indefinitely. And I'm like, ah. Hmm. So I looked up, I looked down, I said, God, okay, show me. What do I do? Where do I go from here? Mm. You know, and God was like, what's in your hands? What do you have? Mm. I, I have a phone. <laughs> I said, hey, so what can you do easily? Um... Oh, I said marketing. I can. What can you market? I said toys. I was like, okay, um, go ahead and uh, you know start connecting with people you know can supply toys. And I remember some time ago when I was working at Harvesters International Christian Center, I wanted to get stuff for the children's church. So mm. we went to a particular place where they sell these toys and all that. So I remember I made some connections with these vendors. And they don't sell American brands, of course. They sell other brands. Mm. They sell American brands and other brands. Yeah. So I just remember, they oh, have contacts. So let me even contact those people and ask them how, you know, this business works. So I did. I had conversations with them. God's so kind to me to tell you that God is really interested in me owning my own business. I went to these guys. They were so magnanimous, so nice and so wow. cool. They were like, you know what? We're going to give you this goods and credit. Go and sell. Wow. When you sell pay us our own, and then take your money. Wow. That's how my business started. My first breakthrough in business, I did a turnover of my salary in five months. Wow. In one transaction. That's how I started business. I printed flyers, printed uh, business cards, you know, went fully on the internet, opened an Instagram page, started selling online, and boom, that's how Toy Planet started. Yay, that's so, such a lovely story. Yeah, so, so if you've seen Toy Planet anywhere, that's me. <laughs> that's Messi, Messi that's Chini. Me. Yeah, so I, I really love what you said about, you know, when you were in that situation where it felt like you had failed or right. you were stuck because you had just lost your job. Yeah. Because that was a nice fancy way to say, hey, don't come back. Right. You know, and then you said, what's in your hand? Yeah. And I think that that's so important because, like, a lot of people are waiting for the perfect job. And then you said you made, in one transaction, what you'd have made in five months. Absolutely. So sometimes it seems like we're in a place that is not working for us and we're trying to push it. And just maybe perhaps God wants us to step out a little bit and mm -hmm. then go into the land of the unknown. Because mm -hmm. truly, it's only in that unknown that you really know what's going to happen. Because you can't know until you get there. Absolutely. Right? And then you focused on what it was in your hand and what you did best. Because in that job... You found out things about yourself. 
you found out that you were good at marketing, something that you were afraid to do from the beginning. Absolutely. And then you found that, oh my God, this is a skill and you harnessed it. Mm-hmm. And then when you were in a difficult situation, you saw that, okay, my skill was actually marketing. So you picked up that skill and then you ran with it. Absolutely. And you made it into a business. You And I think one thing I got from your story was the intentionality. You didn't just stay back and be like, oh yeah, okay, ah, come on, by myself. You went ahead, you printed out business cards, mm-hmm. printed out flyers, mm-hmm. you used your contact that you had been building over the Absolutely. years. And then because of your personality as well, you're able to even get people to, you know, give you these goods on credit and obviously the grace of God because not right. just you. Yes, the grace of and God. then you use all of that. You didn't just say, I'm going to cross my hand now and cry. Oh yeah, they told me mm. to suspend. <laughs> and that's right. how I like crying tears with Kata inside. <laughs> <laughs> Oh but you, you decided that you know what i'm going to I move, move yes. i'm not going to stay here yes. i will take my bed and walk <laughs> you know and in that moment you made more than you've ever made in your life mm-hmm. and i think that's very important because there'll be people listening to this right now maybe they just lost a job or right. maybe they don't know the next step to take in their life and they're like mm-hmm. what do i do with myself right now and i think this story i'm just learning is look at what you have in your hand it doesn't have to be the fancy job that everybody has. Mm-hmm. Because nowadays... It doesn't even have to be anything big. It doesn't have to be anything too significant. big. Yeah. As long as it's in the hands of God, God can multiply it. God yes. can breathe on anything. I'm a living testimony. God can breathe on anything. Literally. Please no tell matter. them. Tell them in the camera. <laughs> no matter how small it is, God can breathe on it. So don't sit yeah. on your gift. Don't sit on your talent. Don't sit on that little thing that you've got. Sometimes a lot of, people, a lot of us are waiting for the perfect timing to do yes. stuff. Yes. We're always looking for, oh, everything has to be... No, God's just waiting for you to take that first step and then we'll multiply your steps. I love it. You know, so that's that's how it is. So what's is, what is in your hand and take the first step? Take the first um, step. I just have a few more questions for you. The next question I have is about purpose. You purpose. know, okay. you know, people say, oh, I'm looking for my purpose. I'm looking for my purpose. I'm trying to find it everywhere. I don't know where it is. And because of that, people don't move, mm. right? Because they feel like maybe I'm not in the right place. So... Mm. I'm not going to move. So, mm-hmm. what do you have to say about that? Okay, so uh, <laughs> purpose first can be found in Christ. Let me even, let me let me make that clear for in case there are any Christ, uh, uh, Christians listening. That's the first place. Once you know Christ, He reveals who you are, and when you find out who you are, you know your purpose in life because the product cannot function outside how the manufacturers. Uh, produced it to, to mm. fashion it to uh, work. Yes. You get what I mean? Like you have the apples, you have this. This how it's been programmed to to go. So if you don't uh, yield to the producer, you wouldn't know how you know the, the product should be the product should be used. Do you know yes. what I mean? That's yes. what I'm just like. So for me, I'll say that the Bible is like a manual. You know, we're products, we're God's products, and the Bible is like our manual, so it tells us how we function. So sometimes when you when you uh, study the Bible, you find your purpose there. Mm. It's there. Another way to find your purpose is what comes to you easily. What do you do easily? Sorry, that's my job. <laughs> <laughs> food. Food. So, um, right. So uh, God created everybody with a unique talent. Mm. There's something unique about you every time i meet people i'm like don't ever let anybody talk you down there's something unique about you god doesn't waste his time mm, i like that god doesn't waste yes, his time he doesn't waste his time it's not going to take his time to just create something that's useless. 
free human being on this world, in this earth, in the face of this earth, has a purpose. Mm. And you've been created with some special gift. Find that. Find what it is. Find out what it is. Yeah. And you have, I feel like you have your whole life journey to find that. Yeah, to find that. And sometimes it doesn't even take that long to find it. To be honest, It's yeah. just, it, it comes to you naturally. If you ask me what my purpose is, I'll tell you one thing. My voice. Mm. People listen to me talk like, oh, I love your voice. Yeah. Or they hear me sing, oh, I love your voice. And I think what you said is important because it's also pay attention to what a lot of people say about you. Thank you. Yeah. And because, what, what you yeah. do naturally, easily, without any effort. Yes, yes, yes. Or oh, put me to talk. I'll talk anytime. Put a camera before me. I'll talk. Put I, me behind the you're microphone. You're killing us right now. <laughs> I will talk. Yes. When it comes to maybe normal relationship or people I don't know or I've not met before, I may not be able to express myself very well. I can be very shy. But when it comes to purpose or I'm, I'm presenting something on a radio station or TV, I come alive, man. I give it to you. Yeah, hot, hot, hot. Because it's purpose. It's it's who I am. It comes yes. to me naturally. I can't explain it, but that's how it comes to me. Yeah. You know, singing too comes to me naturally. So these are things I tell you, my, the most powerful part of me is my voice. I agree. I agree. And so I know how to use it well. So that's why marketing comes to me easily. Because it's through your voice. You can voice. speak. I'm speaking. People, and that's, that's people amazing. People want to pay attention to, to me what you're so, Yeah, what you're saying. So... It comes naturally. So find what is that thing. Some of you, it's, it's arts and craft. Yeah. Your hands are so creative. Mm. You know, me, I'm not that very creative with my hands. I had to learn fashion designing to be able to cut and make dresses. Yeah. In fact, at some point, I felt like, can I even do this? But with training, I was able to do it. But there's some people that it just, it comes to them naturally. Yeah. I've met fashion designers who make beautiful pieces and they've never been to fashion, fashion they've never school. been to fashion school before so what comes to you easily that's the first question to ask yourself thank you that's very very great so in in i mean before we wrap up um because right. we like to talk different areas well, i won't bother with relationship or money money <laughs> <laughs> but you know yeah if you could give those that are listening to you right now one yeah. advice what would that advice be Find your purpose. It's, I don't know, it's meaningless or life is meaningless to, uh, not to find your purpose. How do I put it now? Like, it, life life doesn't make meaning when you don't know what you're here to do. Oh, shit. What was that? Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, use the audio. Okay, so life is meaningless when you don't, when you don't know what your purpose on earth is. Mm. It's just wasting your time, like just beating around the air. Yeah. So if you ask me, I'll tell you, find your purpose. What comes to you naturally? Start doing that thing real quick. Like don't waste any time on it anymore. Mm. And you know, God doesn't bless you with that unique talent just for it to be used to be useless. Yeah. Once you can make use of it, it will bring you wealth. It will bring you influence. It will bring mm. you. So just use what you've got yeah i love yeah, that so that's it so you can't say some people sometimes i feel like they just fold their hands and like oh this life is crazy or i'm so disadvantaged no you're not it's just the mindset that you have once you put that thing to work that thing that god has put inside of once you put it to work you see how you know money will find you yeah money will find <laughs> Do you, you understand so don't stop looking for money start looking for purpose come on now 
Yeah, look for purpose. Don't look for money, look for purpose. <laughs> Signed, Mercy Chingo. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, thank you so much, Mercy, for giving us your beautiful wisdom today. Thank you very much. I'm sure we love you. So yeah. this is where I hug you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for joining us on today's podcast. Also, don't forget that if you have any like questions, if you're going through something, some burning desires, headaches, you know, mental health problems, don't do it alone. Feel free to like ask for help, reach out. We have like a community of people who are happy to help you and provide you with help. And don't forget to like, subscribe and comment and see you guys next time. Bye.